Hey guys, um, this episode got cut kind of short. It was supposed to be around two hours and we were planning on splitting it in half. Um, but abruptly, for some reason, stopped recording on my computer. So, uh, it's gonna end a little abruptly. Um, I'll try to cut it off so it's a little bit cleaner. Um, get the outro in there. But, uh, just, um, don't expect, like, us ending the video uh or the the podcast um and don't expect any conclusions to anything we might have put off like we'll talk about that later um also just keep supporting keep watching uh this is supposed to be a bonus episode so i don't think it's going to make a difference if uh it's a little bit rough around the edges but just uh try to forgive us on this one thank you Okay, we're recording. No. Yeah. No. So, let's see. My eyes. <laughs> My legs. What? What were you wanting to? We didn't even decide on a topic, did we? No. It's just me and you. Yeah, it's just it's just me and the Chris. Just yeah, just Chris <laughs> and Chris. I was looking at the list, and at the very bottom of our list is wiping front to back. <laughs> no, did we already talk about that? Was that in the one that we didn't? No, it's not like highlighted, <laughs> but I think that's really funny that it's just on there, and it's even separated because it's on the next page, so it's just by itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, what? Oh, I. Uh, while we're. Well, we haven't figured out the topic. I want to talk to you about my trip to Texas. Because right. um, I told you I, I told you a little bit about it. They live... Um, I went to visit my niece. Because it's almost Christmas. And they live in a... They live near a town called Texarkana. They don't live, like, in it. But okay. uh, they live in that area. And Texarkana is basically in, like, the southern part of Arkansas. And it's half in arkansas half in texas and it was like uh it was like almost a seven hour drive like because we we made a few stops each time but on the way there we stopped at this gas station in the middle of nowhere so we took a route through oklahoma and we went through these mountain ranges right yeah and um there was like no service for like 50 miles and we're just in these mountain ranges there's no towns there's like houses every once in a while like on the highway but there's no towns and we stop at this gas station and apparently it's part of like this really small town probably like less than 100 people and this gas station is just full of farming equipment and like they have like a little food section it's almost like a market but specifically catered to everybody there and they have like the classic like you go into the bathroom because we were just like stopping to pick up supplies and like use the bathroom and stuff in the bathroom it was like the gone fishing signs like everywhere it was like mm. so bizarre because it wasn't like a chain 
like gas station, you know, like, like you'd expect like golf or like, um, like a shell gas station. It was just like this random dude's gas station and he just decorated it and had a ton of farming equipment and like dog food and stuff in it and Christmas decorations. So it was, it was such a weird mismatch of stuff. And that's kind of how the whole trip went because we weren't, we were in some major cities, um, like we drove through Fort Worth, uh, Arkansas, but other than that, we really were just out in the middle of nowhere, and every stop we made was just really weird, like just bizarre places. And we ended up getting there um, that day and hanging out with the family my niece is staying with, and like they were kind of standoffish, just sitting there, like on their phones for a while, just almost pretending like we weren't there while we were playing with our niece, which is like, whatever, they don't really know us. Um, But then their grandma like comes in, like the grandma of the family comes in with a cane and she like comes over and sits and talks with us. And she's like, you know, actually interacting with us. Mm -hmm. After about, I want to say an hour, she like starts telling us this story about, how she shot her husband and like she (laughs) she's just like this old lady yeah (laughs) and this whole time she's just been talking to us like really nice and stuff and she's like yeah that reminds me of uh, the time i shot my husband i was like what (laughs) (laughs) so all of us were just like interaction yeah and it was like she said it so calmly you know, just, like, so matter-of-fact that none of us had, like, the what, like, reaction. We all just kind of, like, wide-eyed, like, looked at each other, like, oh, she's either joking or we didn't hear her right, Right. (laughs) you know? And then uh, I was like, yeah, that sounds like an interesting story. She was like, oh, it was. And then (laughs) she started telling us about it. And I guess, okay, so how she started it is she's like, yeah, I was married to this guy for a long time. And, you know, he brought his son. Um, they both hated me. <laughs> I was like, okay, they were married. She and he had a son and both of them hated her. So why were they married? I don't get it. But they hated her and they came home one day. And like everyone in her family knew that he was like, this bad guy and that he actually hated her and her her dad was like hey you need to like get a gun like just in case something happens so she got a gun kept it like in her dresser and one day he came home with his son who was her stepson at the time and they were like they came in really loud really aggressive and he straight up was like I'm going to kill you. And he had, like, a gun in his hand. Right? And she, like, pulled out the gun and shot him (laughs) because he he said he was going to kill her. And she just was, like, so calmly telling the story. I can't express it enough. She was just like, yeah, I, um... That's when I pulled out the gun and I shot him straight through the stomach. And we're like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> like, she was like, yeah, right in the gut. And 
She was like, thankfully it didn't end up, uh, you know, killing him, but it did go straight through him, um, <laughs> and it went straight through, straight through the truck door, and we're like, truck door, and she was like, wait, and then she thought about it for like, I, I, like a good thirty seconds. Like that sounds like an exaggeration, but she was like, no, wait, no, and she was like. Wait, no, that must have been a different time. <laughs> and we're like, why? <laughs> this was like, this was the moment where all of us were like, actually just like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she was like, yeah, okay. So I, I shot him. The bullet went straight through him because it was, it was this uh, fast loaded revolver, you know, and I used to be a sheriff. She didn't expand on that. She didn't, like, elaborate on when she was a sheriff. She was like, I used to be a sheriff, so I was a good shot. Shot him straight through the gut. And then uh, the bullet went straight through the, <laughs> straight through him. Went through our sofa. Uh, went through the drywall. And the, uh, the, the cops actually had to dig it up out of the yard. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. So she was a sheriff? She just... Yeah, she used to be. I think she never explained when she was a sheriff. She never said like if it was before or after. I wouldn't be but surprised she just... if she was just fucking crazy and that wasn't like legitimate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She's shot, maybe killed multiple people. <laughs> yeah, but she said he didn't die. She said that was her second husband out of three mm. and she isn't still with the third and yeah she just said that she shot him also i want to say she didn't elaborate on the sheriff thing but she also didn't elaborate on the other time that she saw, shot someone and it went through a truck door <laughs> yeah because that time somebody fucking died <laughs> yeah she was like no that must have been a different time like what and i was expecting at the end of it she'd be like you know bring him back around she didn't she didn't mention it again. She was just hoping I, I forgot. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was just so weird. Yeah. Because, like, I went to Texas, right? Like, and you expect it to, like, Texas has this certain feeling, you know? Everybody is, like, everything's bigger in Texas and, like, the people are tougher and stuff. Yeah. And, I went there and this family had like everything in their house had a star on it. Went to our Airbnb that we had rented, which was about 45 minutes away. Did I tell you about that place? It was really nice. You mentioned that you stayed at one, but you didn't, you didn't really talk about it. Yeah, it was a renovated barn on this like farmstead. Um, in this small town, probably only a few hundred people. It was like one of those historic, like railroad towns, you know. So yeah. all the buildings were made out of bricks and like stuff. But there's still a lot of people that live there. They had all their Christmas lights up around town at all the businesses. Nice. And um, we stayed at this uh, barn that had been renovated to make be an Airbnb. Cool. And the family that owned it lived on the property, so they had, like, multiple houses there. Um, and the upstairs of the barn was, like, 
really nice super nice that's so they had this uh staircase outside leading up to the second story and it was all redone remodeled um to basically just be a house up there and they had loft rooms above uh above the rest of the like little area they had running water like a full kitchen with coffee and stuff for us and my favorite part was there was a cat that lived outside and was a farm cat and um we let it inside and it just hung out with me like the whole morning while we were there getting ready to leave see when i saw pictures of that cat i thought it was at the at the people's house you were visiting i didn't realize it was at the house you were staying at yeah um and it's funny because i was only there with that cat for like the cat was only inside for i want to say two or three hours out of the whole trip that was like the only thing i took pictures and videos of i didn't like get pictures with my niece i didn't like get pictures of the drive there i was like man i love this cat (laughs) there's a reason that there's a meme for like Will there be cats at the function? Yeah. Yeah, no, I loved it. It was so, it was so sweet. And it didn't, like, have a collar because it was, like, an outside cat. Like, it was definitely, like, a cat that was supposed to, like, you know, catch mice and stuff on the farm. Yeah. But we woke up that morning and Rowan, my nephew, who uh, lives with us, he's four. He got to get up with my stepdad and they went out and met the owners of the place and the owners brought them over and they got to feed like baby cows and goats and stuff yeah so rowan had a great time yeah he loved it and there was a guest book um so all the guests could write like a log of their stay and stuff Mm -hmm. i read through it there was it went back like i want to say to like 2018 um and i just kept reading through it that's how i found out the cat's name was penelope Um, (laughs) so because a bunch of people had written about how if you like if you leave the door open she'll come in and hang out with you because she was outside when we got there yeah and they had this really big white uh farm dog i name i didn't know what his name was so i called him snout because he had like a huge snout I wonder if it was like and... the Great Pyrenees. Do you know what they look like? Uh, no. It's like those, you... you know those white dogs that are always up by the school? Yeah, it yeah. kind of looked like that, except uh, he was taller and thinner. Um, okay. Yeah, and Probably his, his snout was just bigger. Yeah, cool. he might have had some of that breed in him, but I don't know what the rest of him was. Yeah. Um... It was a really sweet dog too. It just wasn't around as much because it was busy like doing other stuff. Yeah. Because you know it lives on a farm. <clears throat> That's cool. Yeah. I'm glad you had a good time. It was so much fun. Yeah. We went and... to Texas a couple years ago. I think it was like 2020 or 2021. Um, mm-hmm. and we went to. can't think of the name right now but it was like an island and it was like the southern part but we were yeah right on the right on the coast and stayed in like a house that was like on the beach Mm -hmm. which was really interesting and like you could see 
all the houses where we were were like raised up off the ground on like stilts because of how yeah. far the tides come up. That's a that's scary how a lot thought. of houses are in the Gulf. Yeah, that's um, a scary thought. Yeah, well, I I know exactly what you're talking about because my family used to vacation to Gulf Shores, Alabama. Yeah. Um, like every year, and a lot of the houses, even if they're not that close to the beach, they'd be like raised up on just wooden like stilts like you said just some of them were almost like 10 feet off the ground yeah just for flooding because it floods a lot down there it's a huge problem yeah that was a cool vacation we didn't really i mean we went and like sat in the water but we couldn't really swim in it because of you know it was storming the entire time we were there yeah <clears throat> which sucked because uh, it, it wasn't very sunny and it got cold in the evenings but um, yeah it was pretty cool i'm going on a cruise this january for like a week so nice where to is it in the the gulf again no we're going to uh the the bahamas oh yeah that'll be fun we're supposed to go to nassau just like pirates of the uh the caribbean yeah, the Caribbean. Yeah. No, no, no. You gotta say no. it the right way. Not on you my know. podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's the Gulf of Mexico is beautiful. I um, and we went there one time, and like you said, it was really stormy for a few days, and what ended up happening is. We wanted to go down to the beach anyway because it wasn't like raining that day, but it was still kind of like, you know, cloudy, really gloomy. We went down to the beach and it was just like the entire shore was just lined with jellyfish for miles. And they almost looked like seaweed because they're like, you know, kind of see-through. Yeah. They looked like they were just seaweed floating there, but no, they were just jellyfish. And I don't know what made them come up at that time, if that's like a really common thing to happen whenever it storms for some reason or anything. It's probably but, just low tide. Yeah. It got swept up on there and didn't, yeah. didn't get pulled back in. Makes sense. Because there was, they were there for miles, like yeah. across the beach. That's really interesting. Um, I like to think about the fact that people who live closer to that stuff probably know so much about the ocean and just don't think about it but yeah for us it's like a rare occasion to be around it and we have so much stuff that we think about that we don't really have the answers to kind of like how it snows a lot here and it's kind of just an annoyance or we don't really notice but in other places like texas or california where it doesn't hardly snow ever uh they get like really excited (laughs) yeah oh my gosh it's snowing like even the people that run the schools, I've heard like I um uh, one of my ex girlfriends moved uh, from you know the west coast, and she said it didn't matter how much snow there was if there was snow sticking on the ground, they wouldn't have school, like just because it was such a rare thing to happen, yeah, so like if there was any snow. Even the people like running the school would just get like really excited about it because it was just so uncommon. And also, her family said, like, moving here with we kind of live in a like kind of a rocky, like 
not really mountainous, but there's a lot of rolling hills. They said that every road here is like makes them carsick because <laughs> there's so many twists and turns, and it like goes yeah, with the land. Because we live but in the where, hills. Yeah, where they came from, it was like flat enough that everything was just made in a grid because that was the most convenient. But you can't really do that here because that's not the way the land is laid out. So, yeah, it's like we're just so used to all the twists and turns on the road and stuff and having these roads that are usually not in straight lines because that's just how that's just how it is. Like, that's how we grew up with it. But for someone coming here for the first time who's lived somewhere else where everything's in a grid, that's like really weird because why wouldn't stuff be in a grid if it, you know yeah to us it makes sense because yeah it just has to go with the hills that's just how it works but to them you know that's not how they've known it hmm. Hmm. i think i think that kind of could segue into what i was hoping our topic might be we kind of talked about this before the podcast tonight while we were hanging out but you want to talk about, like, paranormal stuff? Paranormal experiences? How does that segue? Because, think... <laughs> I mean, we were talking about our past. Oh, and, like, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, I... Like... Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of interesting. There's, like... I feel like there's more people who believe in ghosts, but just don't all have, like, the same view on them. Than yeah. people who just downright don't believe in them. Yeah, isn't that, I agree. Isn't that weird? Yeah, because I would say there's a surprising amount of like super religious people or just gen generally religious people who believe in ghosts. Like, yeah, I've... no, it's that's true. Because um, my mom's very religious. She believes in that kind of stuff. Like, like it's fact. And I, I agree, like, I I believe in a lot of that same stuff, too. Mm -hmm. And we have a friend who is super religious that we go to school with. And <laughs> it was surprising because I went over to his house to stay the night. And he was like, all right, you want to watch horror movies? And it's like, <laughs> he wanted to watch, um, what is it? Not the, is it The Exorcist? Yeah. Um, and... It was like, he's so against, like, swearing. He's so against, like, all this stuff. If he's, like, really, really trying to be respectful. And, like, you know, he's, like, what you would think of whenever you think of a Christian person, right? Yeah. But he's so interested in horror movies, especially because, like, they have that religious side to them where, like, you know, a priest comes in and, like, ordains the house and it's, like, the power of God fighting against the power of evil and stuff. Yeah. Like, he loves that stuff. So, it, it kind of makes sense with matching up with the spiritual side of everything, you know? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, The Exorcist is a good one. I can see why he might like yeah. it if he's religious. There's a lot of, like, well, as far as I know, there's a lot of, like, genuine things that are taken from the bible included in yeah it. and as far as i know yeah. it's based on a true story um which i feel like demons are a lot more believable than ghosts because there's like more concrete evidence 
But at the same time, you know, what's the difference between someone just messed up in the head and actual, like, possession? Yeah. Because, I don't know how you feel, but there's some people who argue that it's the same thing. And that, you know, mental illness or, um, you know, people who are just in general struggling, uh, maybe, like, aren't, aren't, um, maybe need help. Yeah. Like, sort of like that girl in that movie did. That some would just suggest that, you know, um, it's just a uh, possession and has nothing to do with their psyche. Yeah. I disagree with that because I've seen lots of people um, that, like, have a lot of problems mentally. And it's not like, oh, this doesn't make sense, you know, like... I don't know why they would feel this way unless something like paranormal is intervening. Like I never really have that thought. It's usually, usually I want to say, I want to say usually, cause I'm sure it's not the case in every case, but usually you can look at like certain aspects of a person's past and be like, okay, that makes sense as to why they'd act this way. You know? Cause I think we're really a product of our environment. Um, how we grow up the people we live around, stuff like that, you know, like where we live, like we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. So I, I think to a degree that can be a thing. I know, um, one of someone that I know has, uh, a mom who has lots of mental health issues. I'm not going to say who this person isn't really in my life anymore. But her mom had a lot of mental health issues, struggled with stuff like that. And from what I know, she her mom had like a really bad past, like a really rough childhood. Um, but she became like really religious. And there was a period where she said that she was possessed for like, she would lock herself in like her bedroom for like three days at a time and not eat, not drink anything, just stay in there. And I don't know if like, that's actual possession. I don't know if that's her getting to a breaking point and this is like the only way that she can deal with it. Yeah, to like you know? Cope. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a coping mechanism, if it's mental, if it's like actually because she spent so long like being this vulnerable, maybe it's easier for something like some evil spirit to intervene or something. I'm not sure. But I know if there's like if there's possession, I think then like someone's mental health definitely plays a huge role in that. I think someone, if you're like the difference between someone who's a priest, very faithful in their like religion and maybe has like their life more figured out, wouldn't be as vulnerable. I'd imagine as someone who's had like a terrible upbringing, doesn't really know how to handle their emotions. Um, maybe has like a violent past or anything, you know? Yeah. I think if you're, if you're saying possession is real, I think there's definitely a correlation, but I wouldn't say um, mental health problems are directly a result of possession or like some demonic intervention or anything like that. I'd just say there's like a correlation between them. But I don't know any, like, high-profile cases of possessions. I know there's, like, lots of movies about them that are based on true stories, but I 
I don't know any just off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, but I know that like a common thing between all of them is usually if it's like a demon, right? Which very powerful entity, don't they usually go after like the weakest link in the family, the person who's struggling the most? Because well, that's usually, just the easiest. Usually children, because they're supposed to be like really um, susceptible. I guess yeah. because they have like a big imagination. I think. Yeah. I think I remember that having something to do with it. Um, but mm -hmm. also, yeah, uh, just people who are struggling probably mentally, or um, yep, yeah, you know, mentally because again they're susceptible. They're like spun out kind of their minds yeah. all over the place uh they're really easy to get to i guess um at least that's how it is in the movies you know obviously yeah that's how it is experience yeah i've never experienced anything like that i think it'd be but yeah really, i know really awful and terrifying yeah i think so too i know this this person i was talking about her mom still believes that even though it's been years that this entity that she thinks possessed her has like followed her mm -hmm. and is still with her. So last I heard she was planning on um, going to like an actual, like I think priest and trying to cleanse her house just because of that. Yeah. Um, what else would, and she, it's what been, else would she do? That's the only logical thing. I know. It's been years. Um, but I, her mental health wasn't as bad now as it was then. So if she's still so convinced of that, maybe that says something, you know, yeah. after all these years. But I don't know. I'm not really any kind of authority on possession or anything like that. Like, I, I've done, like, basically no research. But I think, I think it could happen. I think there's just so much that goes on that we just don't know about it's hard to explain you mean just in general yeah but like like i i told you uh just tonight that there was this thing my family experienced where my mom uh my stepdad and my sister were all like sitting in the living room watching tv together and all of a sudden this orb uh about the size of a basketball was just glowing and it was levitating probably about the height of their knees and it flew straight from my kitchen down the hallway like past the living room just straight down the hallway and all three of them saw it and it didn't make like a sound but all three of them saw it at the same time and no one knew how to explain it right because mm -hmm. if all three of them saw it and it was this big object. It wasn't like some illusion where like, oh, it was a reflection from a car outside, like through a window or something, you know? Yeah. Where it looked like it was something moving, but it actually wasn't like, if they're, they're all three sitting at different angles and they all saw the same thing. So how does that happen? You know? Well, so two different things. One, doesn't it always suck? when something super obvious like some like something just happened you yeah know, happens to someone else other than you and you have to hear about it from them yeah it's like yeah i believe you but 
I have no way to explain that. Like, I don't, there's nothing I can really say, you know? Right. Um, like, I, I've heard so many stories and been like, I want to believe you, but like, it's just so hard because I wasn't there. That's yeah. kind of, honestly, that's kind of how I feel about religion. Not that you know, yeah. I'm atheist. It's just, it's so hard for me to comprehend. And that's, that's kind of the point. Like, the point is it's hard to comprehend, but you're supposed to have faith. And that's, that's yeah. how you prove your, your love. And uh, yeah, that makes, that part makes sense to me. It's just so hard to stay committed to that. And I yeah. think, I think that's the challenge. And it's... even, even if religion isn't real, which again, not saying I don't believe that even if it's not, I still think having um, something like that, like that system of faith in place is a good thing morally, because imagine yeah. if religion wasn't a thing, there would be so much, I mean, well, so imagine it's not a thing and you know, no one believed in it. That would yeah. leave so much room for human error and we would all be in such a bad spot. Yeah, I mean, not only that, but if people have something they can believe in through, like, literally anything, you know, just because the nature of it is you believe in it and things will get better, like, that's a good thing. That keeps people from giving up just on stuff, you know? Because yeah. life's tough. Um, with religion kind of ties into it because it's like it's easy to be like oh yeah like you said it's hard to stay consistent with it you know it's hard to have that faith whenever you don't see things happening so like mm -hmm. it's easy to just be like it doesn't make sense for ghosts to exist it doesn't make sense for demons to exist because what evidence evidence do we have of it right but then something happens and it's like okay i have no way to explain that and that did happen like undeniably like all three of my family members saw it at the same time right yeah so there's no way i can just be like that didn't happen you know yeah. that doesn't make sense either knowing so, you, knowing your family if all three of them saw it i i have no reason to doubt that it actually happened yeah you know and they're not but, they're not people to like have some gunk in their eye and say that they saw it like if it yeah. happened it definitely they definitely saw something yeah, and it's like, okay, I know I can trust these people, and I know all three of them saw it, and I believe them. I believe they know what they're talking about, mm -hmm. but how do I explain it, you know? Mm -hmm. And if I haven't heard about anything like this in, like, several years, it's really easy to just be like, oh, you know, that was a one-time thing. It doesn't make sense, but there's no reason to, like, believe it's anything you know, bigger, but, like, whenever that stuff consistently happens, it's, like, how do you explain it, you know? Well, see, that that's how you see it. Honestly, I think if it happens once, it's even more, um, uh, what's the word? I think it's even more, uh, <laughs> shit. I don't know, usually to... I can, like, <laughs> usually I can, Unexplainable, yeah. but, like, also, like, okay, that was definitely something, because if it happens more than once, there's you're probably able to rationalize it but if it happens mm -hmm. once and it never happens again you're like oh something just happened and they realized we saw 
and yeah. like they could still be here and just being more careful you know it could still be here something could still be happening and there we just aren't able to see it like we were the first time that would freak yeah. me out more i think that's the worst part of it is like if if something like that happens like say we never see that orb thing again right it's it's harder knowing that it happened but having zero explanation for it yeah you know because if you could if it was like multiple cases of it happening then you can like find common things between all of them and start to make sense of it but if it's just once like we have no idea why it happened we don't know anything about it that's what really at all there. yeah and that's you're right that's probably scarier than well, like so just knowing have you ever seen the movie hereditary no okay i'll have to show it to you at some point um basically it's just about uh this family who um unknowingly helps their grandma and a uh cult summon a demon oh and i won't really explain anything because it's it's one of the best, like, artistically speaking and, like, mechanically speaking, it's one of the best films ever made because of the writing, yeah. because of the cinematography, because of the, you know, um, some of the things it did for the first time. You know, there's yeah. some horror elements you see in modern-day movies that that <laughs> movie started. And it's crazy yeah. because it's only seven or eight years old i think it came out in like 2016 2017 so oh wow five to seven years old and it yeah it was historically significant um but in the movie there's common theme of like a glowing orb leading people places and i think i mean i interpret it as like a spirit guiding someone yeah and it really only appears after um, after what you're supposed to interpret as, I guess, like, uh, possession. So someone mm -hmm. gets possessed, and then they they begin to be led places by this glowing orb. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Um, also, the movie Donnie Darko, definitely my favorite movie. Um, he's a schizophrenic, but he starts to have visions that... Um, <laughs> turn out to be real and not just you know yeah a figment of you know his mental illness and he starts to be able to tell the future but again he's being led by uh like sort of an invisible force but it's it's more like um an outline just like a see-through outline you know in halo when you like go invisible but you can still see it yeah active camouflage yes yeah. it's like that but it's it's more in that movie it's like more like um blur blurry lines sort of yeah but i think that's a really interesting um i guess tool when you're making like a thriller or a horror movie because yeah. it it's like some if something has the power to control your perception like that I mean, your life is, like, meaningless to that thing. Yeah. Which is kind of the scariest part of any horror movie to me. Like, 
Uh, in in like the nineties and the eighties, they were all about like slashers. Yeah. Um, where like the 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 your the main character is constantly like throughout the movie fighting off the villain. Yeah. But in modern horror day movie or modern day horror movies, it's more like yeah, this thing could like end your life in a fraction of a second. Like mm-hmm. just just like the looming threat. Instead of, oh god, it's the same guy with a knife chasing you. Oh, you fell. You got back up when he was like right behind you. He still couldn't chase, you know, like catch you. And yeah. cut to the next scene. You know, you're naked in the shower or something. <laughs> but meanwhile, this this new, like modern horror, it's like you know, like Cthulhu, uh, like demons stuff that could literally end your life in a fraction of a second and not just chase you with a knife i think that is a lot more um effective but it's it's really interesting to hear you talk about something like that that i've seen in movies happen in real life yeah it's just it's weird (laughs) because that sounds like something like oh you'd watch a movie and then you know maybe you'd think you saw something because of what you saw but like if it's three people, that's hard to deny. Yeah. And, like, that doesn't happen very often, right? Like, usually, if something like that were to happen, it would be like, one person was by themselves, and then they tell everybody else, and maybe they believe them. But if it's, like, three people, I wish we had a camera set up or something that could have caught it, yeah. just so we could look over it again. But well, So, here's my question to you. If yeah, if it wasn't something supernatural, what would you say it was? Like, if you had to come up with an explanation. If I had to come up with an explanation, I'd say, like I said, maybe it could be like a reflection of something, like a car outside, like the sun hit it just right and it reflected, yeah, and it looked like something was passing by, um, and was, everybody saw it. But was it during the day? I think so. Weird. So I was imagining it at night, so that paints a whole new picture for me. Yeah, I mean, but we usually, the big problem with that is our, we have a big window in our living room, Mm -hmm. but it's, the blinds are always closed. So um, sometimes like little slivers of light will get in, you know, just through the cracks, but it's never like one solid, you know, like circle or a big square or anything it's usually just like little lines yeah, so i means... i can't yeah i can't imagine it would be like a reflection from the sun or anything i don't know i don't know what else it could be besides that like because the way they described it was all the same it was like this floating object it wasn't just like a light you know mm-hmm. it was more like a light bulb like the way that it gl- it glowed, right? So it was producing light, but it wasn't just light. You know, it was more like an object. So I don't know, I don't know, because so, judging the layout of your house, you said so. You say it like comes through the living room and then goes down your hallway, right? Yeah. So and well, your house your house is kind of like an L shape. Yeah. Well, it came through the kitchen. It started oh. in the kitchen went um just barely in the living room and then went down the hallway so you know how we have two couches um 
and one of them is like directly across from the front door mm -hmm. and it uh it came from behind that couch while my whole family was sitting like in the so they didn't see it maybe it came from the garage or maybe it came from the back door or something but it just kind of floated past that couch and then straight down the hallway and i think um my mom said it went into her room which is at the end of the hall but it wasn't just like it went by in a flash it like took its time you know it was slowly going yeah, through it's weird like it was so, surveying yeah but it like followed a straight path so it wasn't like it wasn't like it stopped at any point it was almost like it was like you know on the rails like you know just moving through at a set pace going in straight like set directions but it wasn't like in a rush or anything it wasn't just sipping by well so um you you have a backyard right yeah so that's what i don't get because if it was coming if it was like a reflection and it was coming through the window it would have come through your kitchen side window which yeah. goes to your backyard and mm -hmm. there's not a street behind your yard yeah there's not and so it's not like a car driving by well there is a street but nobody ever drives back there but yeah, even at like that back, it's like a back road yeah at that angle the sun would have had to be setting to hit the light like just right to go in there and even at that point it wouldn't have gone down the hallway mm -hmm. because like the light just doesn't reflect that way it couldn't have so it i don't know how to explain 